turn of events. Hey everybody, we're coming to you. We're coming at you hard right from quarantine. <laughs> Brian's over on the west side. I'm holding down the east. And we're really just making an effort to be creative because obviously you heard our pilot episode and we're we're really motivated to kind of tackle some bucket list items. And we're not in the best situation to tackle some of our goals that we have because that they require social interaction and um, being out and about and doing some different things. But that doesn't mean we can't move forward. And we've we've found a way to do that pretty quick. So, you know, we're going to stick with our mission. We're going to we're going to carry this thing out full speed ahead and we're going to tackle a bucket list item, something we've we've wanted to do for a long time that we've been putting off, maybe afraid to try, afraid to fail, whatever it may be. And we're going to do that this week. So we're on the, we're on a serious time crunch and we're excited to kind of share with you guys our process. So um, coming out of the gates, Brian, what's going to be the scoop over on the West side? What are you going to tackle this week? Yeah. So thank you for reaching out. This, this was a hard one for me. Um, I really had to tap into my creative juices, so to speak. Um, because I mean, it's, it's not like I can tell you, I'm going to go skydive or I'm going to go out to, you know, run a marathon or whatever the case may be. So for me, I kind of had to dig in deep and say, okay, what's something that I can do that's going to be, it's going to push me to my limits. Um, so for me, I kind of dug in and I said, okay, what are the things that, you know, people struggle with on the daily basis? And for, for, I think, you know, a lot of people, it's the discipline aspect. So I, I came up with this crazy idea. And you're going to love this, but I, I want to do a full five-day fast. I don't, I'm not going to eat until Saturday of next week. And we'll kind of dive into it a little bit later, but there's so many intrinsic factors that play into making the decision to do this. Um, but really what it boils down to is the discipline to carry it out. You know, I'm putting, that at, I'm putting it out there for everybody to hear at this point. So it's not like there's any turning back. Um, but I'm very excited about it. Uh, there's been a lot of mental prep that goes into it, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into a five day full fast coffee and water. That's it. So what do you got, Ron? Wow, you're a better man than I. At least for this week, <laughs> my cupboards are stocked and rocked, and I'm getting ready to take care of business. So I'll, t- you know, we'll be on different ends of the spectrum on that, but definitely a very intense, a very intense, very admirable, admirable goal. As far as on my end, I had a couple that were that were teed up, and as we started brainstorming this whole project, and uh, given the the social distancing that's taking place, I've changed gears, and this is something I came up with about I think about five years ago was the first time I mentioned this to my wife to write a children's book, to write, illustrate, publish a children's book, and really what motivated me was the anticipation of having my own child. So I have a two-year-old. Um, two-year-old daughter that runs the roost and very creative. She seems to, she seems to have picked up that bug from me. I want to deliver a children's book that with a twist, given everything that's going on right now, I want to challenge myself from a creative standpoint to come up with something that's uh, relevant to helping others in time of need. 
definitely I'm going to give myself seven days and it's going to be a time crunch, but it's something I'm, I'm really interested to jump into it and see, see where it takes me. But that's, that's my crazy goal for this week. So let me ask you this. I kind of want to jump into the thought process that follows behind doing this. What, what sparred this thought for you to come in and say, you know what, I want to write a children's book. Like what, what's the intrinsic factor to you that's, this is going to help somebody out. Uh, I think first of all, I'm, I'm a creator, you know, I like to create, I'm an artist and I guess to create something from start to finish has always been what motivates me and, and many times whether I've realized it or not. But again, for my daughter, I want to see, I like to see the reactions on people's face when I share artwork with them or something I've created. That's kind of like my reward. Um, you know, it's not, it's not monetary value. It's not anything related to that. It's, it's more of, I want to see the reaction on my daughter's face and I want to see, I want it to be her favorite book, you know, without her knowing that it's mine. That's, that's kind of my, my end goal. So you and I are both in sales. I want to know what this pitch sounds like when you reach out to a publisher this week and say that you want to publish a book within a week and you have no experience doing it. Well, that's uh that'll be part of the challenge. You know, I think as you, we, cause here's the thing, guys, I want to make sure that we're very clear on this. These aren't predetermined. We decide this, we decided this five minutes before we jumped on and started recording this. So we want to make sure that we're authentic in the fact that we're coming up with these goals and we're just jumping right into the rapids. We have, we have no clue how it's going to go. We want to take kind of a tactical approach and break it down so, and that's part of it. You know, you say, well, how, what's the publisher going to say? I don't need a, I want to, maybe I'll end up publishing it. You know, you never know where the process takes you. And that's the cool thing about this. The, the thing for me, the X factor is the time crunch. I mean, to have seven days to accomplish something that you've been daydreaming about for a few years is, is insane, but how cool to be on the other side of it. And so I'm excited for Sunday, next Sunday. So can you give us a teaser? What are you thinking? What's, uh, what's going to be the, uh, the platform of the book? Well, it's going to be surrounding, you know, helping others in times of need. So I think. What a perfect time to put that out there. Yeah. So I had a couple other ideas, but I felt like it wasn't, again, it wasn't authentic to, to have an idea that I've kind of been brewing and I've had a seed planted for some time. I don't think that's fair. I want to, I want to say, you know, ready, set, go and, and kind of start the whole creative process from there. So it's fair. So I know it will be based on, you know, it'll be relevant to the times, I guess, but I, I want it to have a resonating message, both for the adults who read it. I want them to finish the book and think, man, that's, that's clever. And that inspires me. And I want the kids just to love it and uh, hopefully learn something from it. That's very cool, man. I absolutely love that idea. I mean, obviously, I've got two small children as well, but that is uh, something that I think is very admirable that you want to put it out there. And like I said, what better of a time to put something out, you know, helping people in need while we're sitting here quarantined to the confinement of our basement, just trying yeah. to figure out what we can do to make a change, right? There's always ways to move forward, in my, in my opinion. I've always been a, a glass half full kind of guy. But this is just this is just a different level just to be able to use positivity. I've, I mean, I think I read more bad news and more more doomsday style news in the last 
five or six days than I have in the last 10 years. In in all honesty, I'm not a big person that, that relies heavily on the news, but, um, you know, there's plenty of positivity to go around and hopefully we can be just, uh, the, the start of it, at least some of it. Absolutely, man. I love the idea. That's great. So let's dig into yours. Let's see how many questions I can come up with to ask a guy who's just not going to eat. Um, so now I'm um, starving. I ate an hour ago and I'm already hungry right now. Um, that's all mental. It, it, yeah. It is. So that's, that's the crazy thing about it, Ron. It's uh, it's one of those things that it really does boil down to what, what does your discipline look like? And, um, so your your brain subconsciously you have these eating schedules so like if you eat lunch every day at a certain time or if you eat dinner every day at a certain time subconsciously your mind is going to tell you that you need to eat at that point in time and you like i said i've I've done three-day fast in the past and you kind of get past that after the first day <clears throat> but it, it it is an interesting thing because you have to continually um almost like a meditation, so to speak, you have to move past that thought process of saying, okay, I'm going to overcome this hunger by X, Y, Z and whatever X, Y, Z is, that's what, that's how you overcome it. Um, but it really just boils down to discipline, but there, there really is a mental preparedness that you have to, to go through to do that. And it, it's funny. Uh, so my wife made one of my favorite meals tonight. She is an absolute, um, chef when it comes to cooking up turkey meat, which I know it, it's super healthy. Uh, very lean. Gotta, that's such a go for it. I, I don't know if that, that probably belongs on a t-shirt. My uh, wife, my wife is an absolute chef when it comes to turkey meat. Dude. I mean, so it, it, here's the thing. Not many people like turkey meat. Everybody wants red meat, but she is an absolute chef when it comes to turkey meat. She makes it taste absolutely amazing. And, uh, I, I'm not a turkey meat guy. I'm not a, uh, you know, I, I don't eat a lot of chicken. I don't eat a lot of turkey. And then she's kind of converted me to this healthy lifestyle um, where I don't eat a ton of red meat anymore. But uh, for me, it, it was crazy. She, she cooked this beautiful meal for us tonight. And <laughs> you have to really mentally prep yourself to say, this is the last time I'm going to eat until Saturday like you have to think about that for a minute I'm not going to eat until Saturday because I'm putting it out here I can't fail at this I don't want to fail you I don't want to fail everybody that's listening because you know this is our initial launch but that's a hard thing to do so like you go through the cabinets and you're <laughs> you're literally looking at the things that you feel could be uh the downfall so like we had a package of skittles I, I absolutely love skittles I have to hide that so like we have to get rid of all those things that could be a deterring factor for me um, because uh, again, it's uh, it, it's all a mind game. You, you can push your body. So it's seven or I'm sorry, five days is really not that long of a time to go without eating. Your body can actually go 21 days without eating a single gram of sugars, protein, whatever the case may be. But it just boils down to, your uh your willpower and how much you actually want to do it yeah i think for me i mean i'm sure i'm sure there'll be times where maybe there is some form of failure throughout this project and in some way shape or form but 
in in my eyes, a, a public commitment of this magnitude is, you know, you, you have to deliver. There's, there's no other option. And for me, that's why I love this format so much. And it's so unique is because I love being backed into the corner and having a, a huge public commitment and to hold myself accountable that way through, through everyone else's kind of group motivation. Cause I think about things, you know, it's some of these things that I haven't accomplished. I've, I've shared with my wife, I've shared with maybe a very select few, you know, some of the ideas I'm talking about. I don't, I don't know if I've ever shared with you the, the children's book thing, but, um, you know, there's other things I've shared with you that are going to come up on this show that I've mean that I've been meaning to do and, and, uh, that I've put off that you're well aware of for years. And I know that I'm going to accomplish those things based on the pressure of delivering to people that are, you know, counting on me to motivate themselves and kind of build this, this aura of, of motivation amongst everyone. And that's what I love about this. I love the, the time crunch. It's explicit. Um, it's explicitly vulnerable. And so we're wrapping a time frame around it. And even with all the ongoing events of what's, what's happening to us right now, we're, we're having to really tap into our creative juices and say, okay, what can we actually do to make a change and put it out there for the people that are going to hear this um, to push their self to do something that they've never done. So uh, we're putting, just like you said, a time frame on it. <clears throat> And it's, it's, it's things that, you know, we've never done before. So uh, a goal without a time frame or without a game plan is just a wish. So for us, even just creating this podcast, I mean, Ron, how long have we talked about this? It, it is literally stupid that it's taken us this long to sit down and just create a format with, you know, the ideas that we have in our head to put this on paper and say, okay, this is what we're going to do moving forward. And it's, it's funny because there's been so much friction throughout the process, but we've been able to work through it because we understand both of us are so passionate and driven to help people reach that untapped potential. But it's just silly that it's taken us this long to do it. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing I look back to an exercise I used to do with sales reps and it's something I learned. It's, it's helped me still to this day. It's something I use every, every weekend when I make a to-do list around the house, it's something that I use. But when you write down a list of something you want to do, you get into a good habit of on the right side of that list, you write down all of the steps that you're going to need to take to truly accomplish that goal. So, you know, it really turns into what you think is just one little task written on paper turns into ultimately maybe nine or 10 steps that are strategic and that a lot of times are like a recipe where you have to do it in order. And if you, the first time you run into adversity, or if you don't take the time to plan that out, you're just going to derail and say, Oh, I'll just push that back until tomorrow when I get a better game plan in place. And I've done it a million times. I'm guilty as charged, but the ability to map out a goal and to isolate the steps you're going to need to take and tackle them one by one, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cause, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because with this podcast, our vision is to be all access as we go through these challenges. So Brian will be all access. He'll record kind of some of the things that he did to uh, mentally prepare, physically prepare how he felt at certain points, you know, some of the challenges that come up and ultimately, so we can share with you, not only the result, but the process 
being that it's probably more important and then I'll do the same. So we'll get to share with you how we decide to strategize, how we decide to plan, how many resources as far as time and effort. And, you know, we'll share all this stuff with you. So you can have kind of an example of if you're going to tackle something yourself. So I know this isn't really, I know we're talking about the goals that we have laid forward and the things that we have going uh, for this next week. But I mean, even if we dig into the, the deepest core with this podcast is centered around, I mean, we can even be explicitly vulnerable here and talk about the friction that we've had just, you know, creating an intro and moving into this and just, you know, trying to make sure that we're both on the same page because they're, you know, in the 10 years that you and I, I mean, you're, you're absolutely, you know, one of the best friends that I've ever had in my entire life. But, you know, we've had a lot of disagreements on, you know, how do we do this? How do we move forward here? What, what's our game plan? Because we want it to be content that is so centered, not necessarily on us or what we do, but on getting people to their unlock potential. And, um, you know, that it, it's a great example of just, having a goal and regardless of what happens along the way, the friction that happens, you still push forward and you make it happen. Yeah. When you're chasing something, you're so passionate, you kind of set the feelings aside and you, you really don't, you don't let it bother you. You're more focused on the end result and you know, it'll be worth it. You know, it's like the pendulum. It's swinging back to one. Sometimes it's going to swing back to one, but when it does, there's so much momentum that it's likely going to swing back to a nine or a 10 and you're going to experience the other side of the spectrum. And that's, the more you factor in failure and plan in for adversity and, and roadblocks, the more prepared you'll be to take them on. But, See, I know, feel like it, it's funny you say that because I felt like we were at a one or two earlier and I feel like I, we're at a nine or a 10 right now because we're just collaborating on the same wavelength. Yeah. I think that's the, if you look at your whole life, if you identify where you've had the most success, just take a few steps back or just hit the rewind button and then you're going to find something that went wrong just before you you tasted that victory I can line it up like clockwork all throughout my life I, I had a major failure or something that I just I just really effed up and then just on the just when I didn't expect it, it came great accomplishment or a great level of focus on something that I didn't expect and that's been the story of my life and I, I feel like there's a pattern with everyone like that is that your case yeah, 100. You're, the things that hit you in the most unexpected times create the most friction, but it also creates um, the the ultimate level of growth for you to come out on top. It, it it creates potential for you to either fail or for you to come out on top. And, uh, you know, when you look at the face of adversity, like a, I love the old quote that says that, uh, you know, the true test of a person is not when everything's going well, it's when everything's going against them. How do they react at that point? Because that's really what tests the character of what's, what their makeup is. And uh, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying right now because that's 100% the truth. Yeah, and you brought up really just using other people as a vehicle and in a strategic way. I, I, I mean, selfish isn't the right word. I know that's not that's not the right word, but maybe strategic. We can leave it at that. I mean, I have to use other people as a vehicle to overcome my own goals. And I think that's okay. That's okay to admit. And I think that's smart 
So, oh, I think, yeah, I think it's 100%. Like you look at you and I, you and I are on the exact same wavelength. You and I, we have the same goals. We have the same drive. We have the same passion, but you and I, we think <laughs> for, for the people out there that don't under, and you will, you'll get to know us as we go through this, but uh, Ron and I are just two completely different individuals in the way that our thought process works. But at the end of the day, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I mean, I think it's pretty apparent to anyone who's listening to this. We're completely different. You're, you've claimed you're not going to eat for five days and I'm going to write a children's <laughs> book. So we went in completely different directions. I think that's apparent. 1000%. But you know, it, it's just, as you listen to this more and as you understand our goals, like our goals are no different than my goals are no different than Ron's. His goals are no, no different than mine. Um, we all have an end point in mind for how we want to get there, but the, the avenue that we take to get there, you know, Ron is much more the creative type, which is he's going to come through 400 different points and he's still going to achieve his goal where, you know, I'm more of the strap a helmet on me and I'm going to go through 15 walls to get there. Um, however, it, it's great because of our friendship. We've been able to intertwine that together and say, okay, <clears throat> this is this is how we plan to get here. Um, this is what my end game is. Let's see if we can work collaborati- collaboratively to make that work. And uh, you know, it, it it's just I, I think that's what make this makes this so fun is because we have such a different mindset on where we want to go and how we want to get there. Yep. So. Speaking of using others as a vehicle, that's, I think it's hugely important to my mission in this project. So we wanted to share with you guys how you can kind of communicate with us. We have an email in a turn of events podcast at gmail.com. So what we want to do to make sure this stays interactive is first and foremost, if you or anyone, you know, feels like you have a story to share that is worth hearing or you've gone through a really unique experience that you kind of want to come out of your shell and, and just talk to us about it and, um, you know, share some of the things that you've gone through and how you've overcome adversity and ultimately how you want to use kind of the platform that we're, we're initiating here to tackle some other things in your life that you put on the back burner. And secondly, we want to give you guys the opportunity one to communicate certain challenges. We need ideas from you guys and and I'm open to doing things that are completely out of my comfort zone. So, you know, as you mentioned, <laughs> I'm, I'm more on the creative side. Um, can I, can I intervene with this? Can I, can I send you some requests? <laughs> no, you're off limits. <laughs> um, okay. but, but we want, we want to hear from you guys on some things that are completely random because there's nothing I would love more than just seeing like, Hey, you have to, you have to go, kayak down the Chalawagi river. Cause there's, there's class five rapids, you know, and I just something, I don't know. You never know what'll come in, but I'm, I'm willing to try it. I'm up for some stuff. You know what I would like to do? Honestly, just, this is just going complete improv here. I would like to go skydiving with you. I've never done it. I'm scared to death of heights. I fell out of a tree stand when I was 17 years old and it has terrified me of heights and I would love to do that. That's one thing that I would like to GoPro and put on this video because I just, it scares me to death 
to even think about jumping out of a plane. Wow. I guess the, I guess our intro really got in your head. I didn't mean, I, <laughs> I mean, it did a hundred percent. I actually had, I literally had, you know, multiple pe- people reach out to me and say, wait, did you go skydiving? And like, I thought you were scared of heights. And I'm like, I'm terrified of heights. So but, uh, for the record on that, I've never been skydiving. That's terrifying to me. I mean, absolutely terrifying, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to just riding out this wave. You know, I, I do have, I do have a contact that is a, an avid skydiver and I could probably get something connected up, but, uh, after the quarantine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the sky is the best place to be right now. You know? <laughs> But, just uh, get to 30,000 feet and let it fly. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good idea. But n- nevertheless, we want to hear not only challenges for you guys, if you think we're goofy enough to take them on, but more importantly, the, the thing I'm the most excited to hear about is when you guys take on a challenge. Like, what are you willing to do in a week's time, in a two weeks time? And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a week. We're just, we pick that template because I think it's, it's relevant to the goals we're trying to accomplish. Brian will have two days to be in the hospital after he doesn't eat for five days to recover. So he, he falls in the seven day window. That's one of the things. Yeah. That's one of the things. Yeah. That's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. I mean, my goodness, man, like me not eating for five days. I know you keep saying that that's like this uber aggressive platform, but it's really not like, I just, I have to choose not to eat. You have to write a children's book. You have to publish it and you have to get it out to the public in, in seven days. That's a, that is a broad task. Well, yeah, maybe you're, maybe you're right, but nevertheless, it's already out there. I'm going to figure out how to do this. So, um, either you guys are going to get some form of a finished product for me by next Sunday. Well, Hey, um, guys, thanks for listening. I hope everyone stays safe and healthy with you and yours and, Hopefully you're, you're motivated to take something on this week. We can't wait to hear about it and we can't wait to continue this journey with you guys. Please share it. Please email us. Let us know what you did. Let us know what you want us to do and put it out there for us so we can share it for everybody else to hear as well. Talk to you soon. Looks like it's too late to turn back now. Yeah.